Life is full of ups and downs. Oftentimes expected outcomes do not turn out the way we want them, not just about relationships. There are too many factors, big and small, responsible for an unpleasant surprise. Time, not at the optimal or right moment for action. Place, the weather is bad, or heavy traffic, too noisy, stuffy, feeling uncomfortable with the environment. People around us, the team underperforms, lack preparations, or are absent for duty. Or luck perhaps? Yet, not many would accept the responsibility to themselves, especially admitting it in front of others. We ourselves are as important as the external factors that cause what we deemed as failures. As for how we could affect the outcome we want is too broad a content to cover. In this topic, we are looking specifically into how our temper can affect our relationships with others. Temper is defined as a particular state of mind. I suppose we can all agree on there are two classifications of temper. Good temper and bad temper. When it comes to bad temper, we would think of a person who is easily annoyed, has a short or quick temper, is hot-tempered, grumpy, etc. A good-tempered person would be someone who is calm, mild, patience, seemingly chill on most occasions, controlled, not showing their negative emotions easily, or even happy-go-lucky. Consequences of our temper People of good temper are often well-liked by others, both from first impression and long-term impression. And thus chance and opportunities follow along. Higher tolerance level towards people who are in favor of others, even when he or she made mistakes. Not to mention the chances of getting a promotion at work or any form of incentive. Mindset-wise, owning a good temper would bring positivity to our minds and body. Vice versa, having a bad temper would view the world in a negative manner. A good-tempered person would bring joy to the family, while a bad-tempered person would bring unnecessary stress to people around. Outside of personal life, we all would prefer to deal with people who are professional in what they are doing. Presenting your good temper side act as a bonus to your professionalism. Reduces the chances of unnecessary conflicts. Even when you are the victim of such a mess, being composure would naturally bring you on the upper hand of the conflict. The ability to control the situation is with you. Resolving conflicts is a skill that accompanies people with a good temper. This could make a big difference in the outcome of every conflict. Staying calm would help in visualizing any situation clearly. This is essential, especially in emergency situations. In times of need, people who hold a good temper are able to access help easier than people with a bad temper. In general, people who identify you as a good-tempered person welcome you and are looking forward to meeting you. On the other hand, people would avoid someone, as much as possible and less necessary or inevitable, who they identified as a bad-tempered person. Getting along with others is not a question for a good-tempered person. Approaching someone with a bad temper is not about can or not, rather want or not. How to identify? Whether you are a good or bad-tempered person? This is not a self-defining factor, but it is about how others view us. So just ask people around you. Simple as that. If The replies you obtained are directed towards negative emotions. You sense that they are reluctant to reply to your question. You immediately rebut and reject the comments that they made. It means, well, you know it. Otherwise, you have nothing to worry about. Nevertheless, it doesn't change the fact that people around still love and care for you. With that said, if we can do better for our loved ones, why not? How to cultivate. Here are a few good ways to start or practice. Listen to soft music. Practice the art of Zen. 
Taking up courses to learn new skills, especially those that requires patients take a break from work, it may be work stress that causes the change and you do something you like or pick up a hobby. Speak to a professional. Before confronting someone, always take a step back to think if is it necessary, at this particular moment, it would be hard to think if confrontation is the best option, so skip it. Just make it simple, a yes-no situation mentioned above. When someone confronts you instead, never rush to defend yourself. Take a deep breath and empathize with the person in front of you. There is a reason why that person, or people, reacts aggressively against you. If you are being placed in an unpleasant situation, don't be too quick to make judgments. Understand the situation before carrying out any action. It could turn out to be a life-costing event even if your intention is good. At the time I am writing this, we are already at the stage of outspreading the new COVID-19 variant Omicron. Just over two years since the discovery of the COVID-19 virus. When the undesirable arise, the ugly side of people is revealed. Governments are pointing fingers at each other. The citizens are blaming their government for either lack of freedom or not doing enough. Before we push the blame on our government, shouldn't we think first if we have done enough to protect ourselves and the people around us? Stay safe. Signing off. Affinity Sage.